Welcome back to Freedom Fridays. In this episode of Freedom Fridays, we are concluding our study on the Holy Spirit, discussing the Holy Spirit's relationship to end times. Now, you may have thought that the Holy Spirit's ministry here on earth and to believers and such was only until the tribulation or the rapture or whatnot, and that he wasn't involved in end times at all. But let's take a look in the scriptures. He will be involved in end times. First of all, when we look at the Holy Spirit's ministry in relation to the rapture, if we go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verses 6 and 7, and you know what restrains him now, so that in his time he will be revealed. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work, only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. Who is the one doing the restraining, and whom is he restraining? He's restraining the man of lawlessness, or the, um, the Antichrist, and the when the rapture happens the ministry the holy spirit's restraining ministry on this earth will cease at that time as the church is is raptured out of the earth then the holy spirit's restraining ministry will cease restraining the the working of evil restraining the uh, working of sin and Satan specifically and his cohorts, and he will no longer restrain him. And he will just let him have free reign on this earth uh, with the inhabitants of this earth after that period. And that's why we see such an um, outpouring of God's wrath upon this earth during the tribulation is because evil will rapidly increase. The Holy Spirit will also work during the tribulation. Well, what sort of work will the Holy Spirit do during the tribulation? Similar to what he's doing now. If we go to Revelation chapter 7, beginning in verse 9, after these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which no one could count, from every nation and all tribes and peoples and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, and palm branches were in their hands. And they cry with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, These who are clothed in the white robes, who are they, and where have they come from? I said to him, My Lord, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation, and they have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. 
For this reason they are before the throne of God, and they serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will spread his tabernacle over them. They will hunger no longer, nor thirst any more, nor will the sun beat down on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb in the center of the throne will be their shepherd, and will guide them to springs of the water of life, and God will wipe away or wipe every tear from their eyes. This is speaking about uh, a picture into the throne room of heaven, but these people who are clothed in white robes, the angel comes back to John and says, who are they? And then explains to John that they are the ones who have come to Christ and died for their faith. So they are martyrs who have come to Christ during the tribulation. You may say, well, what does that have to do with the Holy Spirit? How does someone come to salvation? Through the Holy Spirit, through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Remember, the Holy Spirit convicts us of sin, our sin, our, of righteousness, of God's righteousness and of the judgment that is coming. And that won't be a very difficult part to, to convince people of during the tribulation because they're in the middle of the judgment. And so the ministry of the Holy Spirit continues to draw people to salvation in the midst of the tribulation. Another part of the Holy Spirit's ministry during the tribulation is that he will empower some to preach the gospel so that all may hear. Matthew 24 and verse 14, The gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. So the Holy Spirit gives the power to preach the gospel everywhere that people are left, and then the end will come. Again, in Revelation chapter 14, verses 6 and 7, And I saw another angel flying in mid-heaven, having an eternal gospel to preach to those who live on the earth, and to every nation and tribe and tongue and people. And he said with a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heaven and the earth, and sea, and springs of waters. And so this part of the series of judgments and such that are going on, and then we've got a little break here, and we see this angel that is saying that people are going to hear the gospel. And that is empowered by the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit gives us the words to say, gives us the right thing to say at the right time, helps to apply the, the scriptures to the heart of the unbeliever to cause them to salvation, to be a believer. And so the Holy Spirit, as we've seen before, is integrally involved in the ministry of the gospel. And so he will be again during the tribulation. Now, what about after the tribulation, into the millennium? Will the Holy Spirit be involved in the millennium? Yes, he will. The Holy Spirit, as we've seen before, is the believer's seal of salvation. We're going to go to a couple millennial passages in the Old Testament and take a look at this. 
We've already seen that he is our seal in the New Testament. Ezekiel chapter 36, beginning in verse 25. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. Moreover, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you will be careful to observe my ordinances. You will live in the land that I gave to your forefathers. So you will be my people and I will be your God. Moreover, I will save you from all your uncleanness, and I will call for the grain and multiply it, and I will not bring a famine on you. I will multiply the fruit of the tree and the produce of the field, so that you will not receive again the disgrace of famine among the nations. Then you will remember your evil ways and your, evil, and your deeds that were not good, and you will loathe yourselves in your own sight for your iniquities and your abominations. And God, this passage that's a millennial passage, God is saying that he will give them a new heart, he will cleanse them, he will make them different, and the Holy Spirit will provide that seal of the salvation so that we, through his Spirit, are able to do his will. Isaiah chapter 44, beginning in the second verse. Thus says the Lord who made you and formed you from the womb, who will help you. Do not fear, O Jacob, my servant, and you, Jeshurun, whom I have chosen. For I will pour out water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. And they will spring up among the grass like, like poplars by streams of water. Again, he's going to, in the millennial uh, kingdom, pour out his spirit uh, as a seal of salvation. Jeremiah chapter 32. Jeremiah chapter 32 and verse 39. And I will give them one heart and one way and they, that they may fear me always for their own good and for the good of their children after them. And so he's going to give us one heart, one way. We're going to follow God with the help of the Holy Spirit. Well, the Holy Spirit will also indwell all of the believers in the millennial kingdom. Jeremiah chapter 31, beginning in verse 31. Behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not like the covenant which I made with their fathers in the day I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant which they broke, although I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. But this is the covenant which I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them, and on their heart I will write it, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. 
They will not teach again each man his neighbor and each man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they will all know me. From the least of them to the greatest of them, declares the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember no more. And so he is indwelling them, giving them a new heart, and writing his law upon their heart, writing his commands, writing his standards upon their heart. Ezekiel chapter 11 and verse 19. And I will give them one heart and put a new spirit within them, and I will take the heart of stone out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh. And how is that done? That is done through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And remember, these passages are passages that are referenced to the millennial kingdom. And again, in Ezekiel chapter 36, down in verse 27. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will be careful to observe my ordinances. And so, again, he is putting his spirit within them, which means the Holy Spirit is indwelling them. Well, let's continue the Holy Spirit's ministry during the tribulation, or during the millennium, excuse me. He will uh, be the, the believer's seal of salvation. He will indwell all of the believers, and he will fill the believer with praise to God. He will fill the believer with praise to God. Isaiah chapter 44, again, in verse 3, For I will pour out water on the thirsty land and streams on the ground, dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. They will spring up among the grass like poplars by streams of water. And uh, they are their response is in praise to God. Ezekiel chapter 39 and verse 29. I will not hide my face from them any longer, for I will have poured out my spirit on the house of Israel, declares the Lord God. And so he's pouring out his spirit on them, and that is going to result in a closer relationship with God. Joel chapter 2 and verses 28 and 29. It will come about after this that I will pour out my spirit on all mankind, and your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on the male and female servants I will pour out my spirit in those days. And so that is God's Spirit is going to be poured out on the, the believers in the millennium, and that is going to result in praise to God. Also, the Holy Spirit will rest upon our Lord Jesus Christ. Isaiah 11, which is a, a reference to the millennial kingdom, verse 2, the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and strength, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. 
So the Holy Spirit will rest on him. And this passage in Isaiah chapter 11 is talking about the Christ's rule on this earth. And we know that to be the millennial rule because he did not rule on this earth when his first coming, during his first coming, and he will not rule on this earth during the tribulation. That will be the pour, outpouring of the wrath of God. But in the millennial kingdom, he will rule and reign on this earth. And so we see that the Holy Spirit will rest upon Christ in the millennial kingdom. Well, what about during the eternal state, after the millennial kingdom, after the rebellion from Satan, the final rebellion is quashed, by God, then uh, the great white throne, and then the, the into eternity, when we have the new heavens and the new earth, what will be the ministry of the Holy Spirit in eternity? I don't know. It's not yet known to man what the Holy Spirit's ministry will be in eternity, but uh, I can't wait to find out. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Freedom Fridays. Thank you.